You're listening to The Jay Barker Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. I do. How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? Can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have. But without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in? You're tired or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult because you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight. Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992, winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy, voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers, also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history, 35-2-1, member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times best-selling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. Welcome to the Jay Barker Show. Jason, take a day off. Lars Anderson, Matt Coulter got a nice guest lineup. Christian Miller from Tide Tailgate Show and Sidelines on the Crimson Tide Sports Network. He'll be joining us in just a few minutes. And then we're going to check in with Matty F. That doesn't sound right. Matt <laughs> Finkus, your buddy from Ohio. Yeah, former All-American defensive end at Ohio State. Got to know him really well when uh, I was doing a book on the Scottish Claymores over in NFL Drinking Europe. Drinking a few pints with the Ohio State Buckeyes? That's probably absolutely, how it went? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Uh, we had, there was one night when he, uh, he ended up in a bathtub in the stranger's house. That's, 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 that doesn't compare to what I heard last night. That's where he slept. Uh, in New Orleans. That's, so, where, that's, where, he, that's where he Yeah, slept. that's true. Uh, that's where he slept that night. We ought to do a show on the oddest places you've ever awakened. <laughs> no, hey, hey, all right, no, we're not going to do that. Um, what? But uh, on the table today was were the A and M Aggies really smoking pot? In South Carolina locker room. Uh, there have been several suspensions as a result of that report. Um, other things going on. Did you watch the Patriots come unglued last night? Whoa. Justin Fields looked like all pro. Suddenly, I, I 
texted my friend. He looks like uh, Gail Sayers playing quarterback. <laughs> what the heck happened to Justin version. Fields? Uh, uh, what happened to Mac? He just looked like he was yeah, so he looked I know. anxious. Uh, it, it is unbelievable how Patriot fans have turned on Mac Jones this fast, and the Boston media has turned on him. And there is really no tougher, other than New York City, there's no tougher town to perform in with the media and the critical eyes of the media than in Boston. Really? And once the sort of group think takes over, and it happens, uh, you, you see it everywhere, even even here in the bubble in, in Alabama. Once one reporter starts saying one thing, then all of a sudden another one does, another one does, another one does, and suddenly uh, an opinion becomes gospel truth. Uh, you're seeing that happen with uh, Mac Jones, and suddenly he is uh, overrated. He's no longer the uh, quarterback of the future, and he was a wasted draft pick. I mean, that's that's the stuff you're hearing coming out of Boston this morning. I mean, you got to understand, he's coming off an of ankle sprain, but the, the one interception he threw was really bad. Yeah, he, he threw it in the triple coverage off the back of his foot, and that, that is not a Mac Jones type of play. But Belichick says he didn't pull him because of that interception. Yeah, he never put, he never put him back in. He's scheduled for three series, and then they were gonna go to backup. Uh no. I think it's just a matter of him getting settled and getting back into the groove. I, I want to ask you this, though, because you have uh, piqued my curiosity. Is Boston worse than Philadelphia? Or is Philadelphia basically fans I think the Philly's media will fans. hang with you? Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, I think okay. it's more fans in Philly. I mean, Boston media is just, uh, it, they can be really vicious. Uh, the sports talk is really big in Boston. Um, Boston Globe still carries a tremendous amount of weight. Uh, I think the writers there, for the most part, are, are very fair. Uh, I especially like Dan Shaughnessy, columnist there. Uh, but uh, it's it, it's difficult when uh, when things just start going against you, and there it, it just I, I sense this, you know, from from here in uh, lovely Birmingham, Alabama, that that the the the, 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 the tide is turning against Mac Jones up there, and uh, and and you heard the fans, the fans were were chanting for the backup uh, almost immediately, and uh, I know Mac Jones has not had the uh, the greatest season. Um, but also, you you have, you have to look at Bill Belichick's record without Brady. I mean, I think he's he's right at like five hundred or below five hundred. Um, and uh, you know, and and Brady certainly also seems to be at the end of the line. But every time you think that Brady's at the end of the line because he just had a horrible game against the against Carolina Panthers on Sunday, he tends to bounce back. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens moving forward with the quarterback situation in, in New England and, and whether or not uh, Mac Jones regains the starting job. I, I certainly hope he does. Um, you know, I don't think the sample size is large enough to determine whether or not Mac is the the uh, the the starter for the next ten years, if he's a quarterback that is capable of getting them to the Super Bowl. I mean, we saw that he was a quarterback capable of getting Alabama to a perfect season and a national championship. 
But frankly, the talent around him at Alabama, the skill positions, far yeah. superior. I think that's the I biggest mean, issue. D- do you think a casual NFL fan can name one wide receiver for the New England Patriots? Well, I cannot. Off the top I, of my head. Off the top of my head, I can't either. Uh, Who's the running back? Who's the tight end? Uh, running back's a former Alabama player, right? Uh, and Harris, the running back. Uh, he... he He's on the roster. I, I, I didn't actually uh, see him play last night, but I, I you know I wasn't paying real close attention to the game. Bill Belichick without Tom Brady at quarterback. Were you guessing, or did you read something? I got I'm guessing. I'm guessing. I mean, he's like he's right at 500 or a little you know, bit below 500. You should bet on things like that instead of games. But you <laughs> nailed it. He is 36 and 38, 486 win percentage. Yeah, without Tom Brady. Um, Who'd you have last night? If I just may rub salt on the wound. <laughs> uh, never mind. Never mind. Um, I want to get into this. Story. I mean, who saw that coming? Nobody. Oh, <laughs> I was, Lord. What did I tell you last night at Baumhauer's? You asked me, which is dumb, to ask me for betting advice. Who would I take? And I said I'd take the Patriots mainly because they're home. Yeah, and it was eight and a half points. And I even said I I hate taking a team in the yes, NFL more than a touchdown. That's more than a touchdown favorite because usually games are decided by a touchdown or less. And uh, this one wasn't. This was as good as Justin Fields has played in his entire career in the NFL. And uh, and, and and I hope for his sake. And it'll be it'll be interesting to talk to Matt Finkus about this because Matt knows Justin really well, uh, being an Ohio State guy, and Matt still lives in Columbus, and and uh, and we'll get his analysis of of Justin. But um, I, I I think Justin Fields has the goods to be a very good quarterback. Uh, has the 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 everything you need. Uh, the, the one issue has been accuracy. And also, he only threw the ball, I think, 13 times last night, and he ran the ball 13 times. Uh, he was 13 of 21, 179, a TD, and an interception. He also rushed for 82 yards and a touchdown. On how many carries? 13? I get 14. There? 14. All right, so he ran the ball more than he threw it. Uh, that's not a recipe for i think long-term sustained success in the nfl but on a wet uh cold nasty night in new england it was good enough to uh, beat bill belichick and and uh we'll, we'll see again what happens with mac jones moving forward but it, it is just uh it has been with lightning speed that uh, the fan base there in New England has turned against our our beloved Mac Jones. I really don't think that's going to last. He's a fantastic young man. He this doesn't sit well with him at all. He said, "I'm looking forward to this week because I'm going to get out there and work my butt off." And I don't think anybody doubts that. Uh, I do think that there's a book on him now, and defenses are are you're sure? Tr- yeah, that's they're, so true. They're getting after him. Yeah, yeah, and and they yes, exactly. They know his skill set. They know what he likes. They know what he doesn't like. They're putting him in uh, awkward positions, 
And uh, it's just like uh, in, in baseball, right? When uh, a pitcher has uh, sort of been a rookie year, maybe has real big success. Because nobody's seen his stuff. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you, you see what the, the pitcher likes to throw, uh, likes to throw at what count, when who's on first, when who's on second, and um, <laughs> what's on third. The old Abbott Costello. It's still a great <laughs> is I can the, listen to it right it now. It is one of the greatest routines of all time. We need to play it later. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, it was uh, just a, a really another bad national game. There have been so many horrible games on Sunday night, Monday night, and, and Thursday night. Thursday nights have just been. Yeah, I was talking to Ryan Leaf uh, just the other day, and Ryan calls the games, I think, for Westwood 1. On Thursday nights, Westwood Boys. and he was just praying for. He's been praying for a good game instead of these twelve seven. Just could we get a twenty four twenty one, please? <laughs> All right, Lars Anderson, Matt Coulter on the Jay Barker Show and Network. When we get back, we'll be talking with Christian Miller, former Alabama edge linebacker, and uh, now broadcasting superstar. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. A national championship team covering a national championship team. The best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Did you hear about Taco Bell's apology? Yeah, they apologized for going too far with their breakfast. Like the naked egg taco and chicken biscuit nachos? It was too much. All Severe. The high today 79. Colder late tonight, the low 49. Improving weather tomorrow. A clearing sky, the high 68. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 74 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Back on the Jay Barker Show slash Radio Network, Lars Anderson, Matt Coulter, Jay's taking the day off. There are no days off in the life of Christian Miller. Christian joins us, former Alabama edge rusher and uh, now part of the Tide Tailgate Show with myself in D.C. Saturdays in Tuscaloosa on the Bear and on Tide 100.9 and also a part of the Alabama broadcast team now. He'll get a week off because uh, Alabama doesn't play this Saturday. Christian, how's your life right now? It's going, it's going great, Matt. Appreciate you guys having me on here. And uh, you know, anytime Alabama wins, uh, it's always, always a good time around here. Always a good time around here. What did you think of Alabama's defense? Much more improved. Um, you know, I thought they responded well to a uh, disappointing uh, loss the week prior. Um, but they, they did a great job stopping the run. I really, I really noticed that Pete Golden was dialing up uh, pressures consistently, and I think that well, was a big factor in the game. They did a good job affecting Will Rogers and um, having him on his toes, and you know they did great um, in the secondary. Uh, Helms responded well to a, a tough week prior, and uh, you know they, they just they looked so much, so much more um, composed. You know their breaks were timed a lot better. Um, they did a really good job, you know, timing the ball. Uh, not getting those passing interference penalties called on them. So, overall, really good performance by defense. 
What was your assessment of the play of Eli Ricks, and uh, wh- why do you think we haven't seen more of Eli this season? Oh, Eli was phenomenal. Um, you know, seeing him down there on, on the sideline when I was doing the reporting, man, he, he's a physical specimen. I mean, he's all of 6'3", guys, long arms, um, great technique, great footwork. But what, what I really like about him is his confidence and his swagger at that cornerback position. Um, you know, he just brought this energy um, to the secondary to the team. And, uh, I mean, the, the guy can play. And uh makes you wonder, you know, I mean, what, what exactly, do, you know, was he doing wrong in practice for him not to be out there? He clearly has the talent. And uh, he has all the physical tools, and, and clearly he can make plays. So um, I'm excited to see him out there going forward. But, you know, maybe it was something that he just, you know, didn't fully understand the, the defense yet. But, you know, somebody of that talent, if you got to tell him what to do every play, do whatever works to get him out there on the field. <laughs> Does he look like an NFL corner to you? Oh, most definitely. He definitely does. Like I said, I mean, this guy's all of 6'3 with long arms. I mean, he is big for a cornerback, but he moves like a smaller guy. You know, he's almost like that Pat Sertain type player where, you know, Pat was about 6'2 and, and long, but Pat has, you know, tremendous footwork and great ball skills. And uh, Pat right now is one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL. So, um, you know, I don't want to, you know, you know, get too ahead of myself, but it, what we saw this past week, and I think this guy has a lot of potential. Did you notice, and I did even watching it on television, that Alabama seemed to have a little bit more mean, and particularly in the first half? Was the attitude different than what we've seen earlier in the year? Yeah, man, I think they kind of were getting back to that, that mentality that they need to have, and, that, and that's the mentality that, hey, we're Alabama, and um, you know we're a dominant team, and, and we have all the tools here. We just have to go out and, and apply them. And uh, it was good to see them get back to that, because I think that's what we need to have going forward to be successful. We have to go out there with the mean on. We have to, to look to impose our will on our opponents. We have to, to look to dominate each play, each each game. We, that's that's just the Alabama standard, and uh, it's important that we continue that move forward. Christian, what did you think of the play of the wide receivers? Uh, look, I'm no uh, expert here. But uh, it, it looked to me that there's still an issue of creating separation, you know, and, and it seems like there's no, you know, Jerry Judy. There's no Julio Jones. There's no Devontae Smith on this team. And, and look, it's you, you can't have a stud wide receiver, you know, top uh, 10 pick every single year. But is this going to be, you think, an issue for Alabama moving forward, or am I am I off in my characterization here? No, I, I think uh, I think Lars, I think you know people do uh, realize it's not necessarily that one dominant receiver like we're used to seeing. Um, but I think overall, um, it's a very solid group. Um, it's almost one of those strength in numbers deals where um, you don't necessarily have that one elite guy that's really um, stepped stepped up. Just yet, I mean, you'll see you know, guys like Corey Brooks have a big game here or there. Um, Trayshawn Holder might have a big game here or there. But overall, I think it's just a really solid group, and it's kind of nice to have um, a number of guys that can make plays. Um, you know, maybe we can do some things to help them get it, put help put them in better positions, maybe. But um, I think they're doing a, a fine job right now, and uh, I think it's nice to see uh, Tyler Harrell is back. Um, he was on the field this past week and had a catch or two, so. Um, I, I think uh, moving forward, these guys could definitely benefit the team. And I think the more they, they get out there and get experience, the better they'll be. Christian Miller is our guest on the Jay Barker Show. 
Crimson Tide Sports Network and with the Tide Tailgate Show on Saturdays. Um, these guys have been getting after it since August, off weeks. Just discuss what what you did maybe to try and unwind and, and how timely is this as far as Alabama is concerned? It's always important to, to go into these weeks and really attack them. Um, like you mentioned, I mean, this this is kind of that critical point of the season where you you really have been getting after it since training camp and um, your bodies are starting to kind of wear down and it's catching up to you. So it's so important to, to get all the guys healthy as you can. But one thing I can tell you about Alabama is our bye weeks are not off weeks. <laughs> I mean, we go out there and, and we, we call them camp practice. Uh, we basically go back to our camp style of practice. They're like those blue-collar, uh, hard-nosed practices, and we'll have those for a few days this week. And uh, you know, the guys will have this weekend off. They'll probably have Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off. But, uh, you know, up until Thursday, they're going to practice hard, and they're going to put the work in. Um, but after that, it's going to be time to kind of give their body some rest, and maybe, you know, a couple guys might be able to get out of town go see their family and whatnot. But, um, yeah, off weeks are definitely – uh, by which, excuse me, are not offerings around here, and uh, that's kind of part of our standard. You know, we're always looking to get better and, uh, and make sure we're prepared uh, moving forward. Christian, don't know if you had a chance to see LSU's win over Ole Miss last week or on Saturday, uh, but suddenly this game uh, uh, a week from Saturday, Saturday night, uh, it seems to be a little more interesting uh, because I think Brian Kelly – has LSU playing at a higher level than we all thought. Um, just your early assessment uh, of of this matchup coming up here in about, uh, what, 12 days now? Yeah, Lars, one thing I'll say is, you know, anytime you play LSU, you always have to be prepared. Um, you know, we always get their best game. You know, it's definitely a rivalry game for us. You know, they always are looking to you know, give us the best game, so especially going down to Baton Rouge, it's going to be a tough one. And like you, like you mentioned, you know, they, they played a great game last week against Ole Miss and got the upset. So I think they're going to be riding on some confidence going into uh, next week's game against us. Um, so I think it's going to be critical that, you know, as when we go down there, you know, we're, we're um, well prepared and then we're ready for another, you know, uh, tough road game in the SEC. Um, you know, obviously uh, last Last road game we had with Tennessee was pretty tough, so I think um, it's important that these guys are prepared for another tough environment uh, at Baton Rouge and, and go into it uh, with some confidence this time, knowing that you know they can make it happen. They just they have to go out there and do it. Just stick to stick to the keys and um, stick to what the coaches are giving them, and, and know that they'll be successful. Do you have uh, one enduring memory of playing at LSU? Uh, is anything that sticks out when you reflect back on uh, the times that you went against LSU, especially uh, down in the bayou? Yeah, you know, it was always a tough environment. I mean, and it's, it's hostile. I mean, I remember we pulled up on the buses and we had fans flicking us off and we had one guy trying to get on our bus and, you know, it's, it can get a little rowdy down there, but... <laughs> I mean, on the field, it's like I said, it's always a tough matchup. I mean, I remember my senior year when we played uh, Joe Burrow. Uh, you know, obviously there was a lot of talk going into that game, and we ultimately went down there and handled business. And I know, uh, you know, it was fun because at the beginning of the game, you know, they were chanting, it was loud. I remember all their guys were running in front of the student section and, like, you know, trying to pump the crowd up. And it was, you know, the, the atmosphere was just, just wild. But then by the end of the game, you know, we, we pretty much shut them up. So, 
that's what these guys have to. They have to have that type of attitude when they go and play these places. They have to go into to these environments and know that hey, we're Alabama. We want to get these people's best games, but we're here to put on a show and uh, show these people who we are. And that's that's Alabama football. Uh, Christian, before we let you go, since you've become a regular guest on the show, I'm just going to ask a couple of rapid-fire questions. Uh, what, if you had to choose, would be your favorite meal? Favorite meal, man. I love shrimp. I, I love it fried. So I'd probably say fried shrimp. <laughs> That's the Carolina in you, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, probably so. It's not Get, the healthiest, but hey, man, uh, I love me some fried shrimp. Uh, all right, what's in your... Uh, what do you call them now? Your, your MP3. What What are you listening to? What am I listening to? I, I'm really diverse. I've got rap music, rock music, country music, all the above. Wow. Well, you know, you're a pretty diverse guy, so that surprises me in the least. Christian. I've, I've become exactly. obsessed with Kid Cudi. I'm obsessed with Kid Cudi. Yeah, no, he's bouncing. I think I'm, like I said, I'm all over the place. <laughs> I'm all over the place. You don't know what you'll <laughs> find if you hit shuffle on my iPhone. <laughs> uh christian great stuff thank you we'll thanks. see you soon thanks christian sounds good thanks matt thanks Laura. appreciate it you, you bet um, hey matt i just want to quickly interject here that uh outkick is now retracting what they uh were reporting earlier in that uh they are saying that an earlier outkick report as to why the players at Texas A&M were suspended was premature. So maybe there wasn't this incident in South Carolina. There, There's another uh, look, report. Well, and, you know, sometimes so, look, I hate to Yeah, but, but Billy Lucci of TexEggs.com, and Billy Lucci is extremely credible. I'd say OutKick, not so much. Uh, Lucci reported on Monday night, he was the first one, that Jimbo had suspended at least three true freshmen and maybe a fourth. And remember, that true freshman class was called, and that's the class of 2022, called, the quote, the best class ever by 24-7 sports composite uh, rankings last February. But uh, maybe they weren't uh, token up in the locker room as first uh, reported uh, at least as far as I can tell, first reported by OutKick. And again, this is not a, a shocker that OutKick got something wrong. Well, here's here's my issue with it. It's because it was out there. I brought it up. And it may not have. Now, there have been some suspensions. Yes. That, that we yeah, know. That we that know. I, I think we just don't know. The reason. Yeah, yeah, we don't know the reason. Right. And this is all happening in real time. So, you know, we it can obviously get something wrong here. Meanwhile, how good is Ohio State? Matt Finkus will tell us in a moment. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. 
Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHEALTH.COM. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating, nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WillifordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country. It's Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's C. Letter O. Chuck 
got my chips cashed in. Keep trucking. Don't sing for me. Is Matt Finkus like trucking? I think I think Matt likes the dead. You don't remember having any uh, over the Claymores? No, you're not a dead guy, Matt. Not a dead guy, man. Not a dead guy. Sorry. Well, who are you listening to these days? I mean, I listen to a little bit of everything. I'm a country guy mostly, though. But uh, but I'll get I'll dabble. I, I mean, I was just out in Vegas watching Usher last weekend. So. Wow. Oh, there you go. I remember uh, <laughs> at, the pub, at the pub we at the pub we frequented in uh, in Glasgow. It was always a uh, the Billy Billy Joel was uh, it was a piano bar, and uh, it was so fun, especially after the Claymores won. The whole like a good portion of the team would go in there, and uh, what, what did we sing? Oh no, it's Bye Bye Miss American Pie. That was that was the yeah. good one. Well, yeah. Don McLean, Scotland. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, not not Billy Joel. Uh, yes, uh, man, we, we had some good times. I, I I mentioned earlier the bathtub incident, but uh, we'll yeah. we'll move on from that. These things happen from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're joined by Matt Finkus, former uh, All American defensive end at Ohio State, played with the Jets, uh, several other teams in NFL Europe, and uh, now does a lot of different media with uh ohio state and uh matt i want to get you on just to talk about uh the buckeyes and we were texting the other day and and to me ohio state has just emerged from the pack they they clearly at least in my view are the best team in the country the team to beat do you uh, agree with that and, and, and what is the real strength of this team I mean, I do agree with that from what we've seen so far in this uh, college football season. I think that, uh, and I've said this a couple times to, you know, some other media outlets, you know, I mean, what, what has made Nick and Alabama so good for so long is their depth and their consistency. And, and, and you might be seeing a little bit of drop off in that this year, but I think that that's what Ohio State has been working to attain for so long. And you, and you finally have that. I mean, you finally have the, the, the ability to replace two first-round NFL wide receivers with two guys that are just as good and better, and maybe a third that is that is you know right up there uh, with them when you talk about Mbuka. So I think that that's really what's making this team really good. I mean, you know, you lose Travion Henderson, you got Mayan Williams. It was you know you lose those guys, and you get the third-string guy that comes in and is just as good. And that's what Alabama has had for so long. It's just it's a plug and play system with, with guys that, that Nick has been able to do. And that's where Ryan day is at right now with this football team and, and the improvement in the defense, I think is really what's made the difference in this football team this year. I mean, they've always been able to score. They've always been able to put points on the board, you know, ever since urban got here and Ryan has taken over and you got Kevin Wilson up in the box who, you know, should be a head coach any day now in his own right. They've always been able to put the points on the board. But the defense this year is just, it's a different defense. And they're flying around. They're having fun. They're doing what I've been waiting for a defense to do since Luke left. And that's just play simple, basic football aggressively and, and stop trying to out-scheme teams and just outplay them. And I think if you look at this team, that's what they're doing. The, the front seven is just, they're outplaying guys. I mean, we've, we've got better players than, 
90% of the country or 95% of the country. Let these guys go eat. And, and I think that's what Jim Knowles is doing with this football team right now on the defensive side is just putting players in position, not trying to, you know, do a whole lot of crazy stuff and disguise too much coverage. And it gives you different looks, absolutely, and, and, and you have to. But at the end of the day, it's getting players lined up and letting them go. And that's what Jim Knowles is doing with his defense this year. I think that's made the defense and, and or the difference in how dominating Ohio State has been to this point. Personally, I don't think there is a more quarterback ready for the NFL than C.J. Stroud. Would he get your vote for the Heisman? And I don't know if you've been around him and know him or not. What kind of guy is he? Yeah, I mean, I have been around CJ. He's a great kid. I mean, he's a, a guy with a great head on his shoulders. Um, even with all this NIL stuff, he's been very prudent and, and just still within himself, still contained. I know the whole thing came out about the Bentley and stuff earlier on in the season, but but you know, he's he's not really a flashy guy at the end of the day. I mean, he, he's a very team driven guy, and you know, I don't, I honestly believe that CJ Stroud doesn't care about winning the Heisman Trophy. It's more important for him to win a national championship than being a first-round draft pick and winning the Heisman Trophy than all those things. That's, and I think that's another differentiator with this team altogether, not just CJ, the edge that they have. You know, they, they, the, the feeling in Columbus at the end of the season last year was not a good one. Not a good one at all. I mean, you had a team that came in and didn't meet expectations, and that's tough to say, but, I mean, that's the reality. It's the reality in Alabama. It's the reality in Ohio State. When you're not in the college football playoffs and you're not playing for a national championship and you're not bringing home that trophy, it's not a win for you. It's not a win on the season for you, and that's the way the team approached it. So I think they came in with an edge this season, and, and I think that's made a difference as well. But, yeah, I think CJ, you know, he there's been some times this year where he's just been a little bit off, and, and it's so nitpicky. Like, he has two or three overthrows in a row, but then he settles right back down and he's able to bring himself back and get his mechanics back in check and hit the next guy and I think that's been the the real maturity that we've seen out of him is being able to, yeah, I mean, you're going to have some bad throws, but he, he comes right back and makes a great one right after. Uh, Matt, before we get into the the rest of the schedule for Ohio State, I wanted to ask you about Justin Fields. Last night, I think he had his best game as an NFL player. Are you surprised that Justin has struggled a little bit at, at, the, at the beginning of his career because – Man, he just seemed like a can't-miss superstar. And, uh, you know, it's just taken him a little while. But like I said, last night he looked terrific. I mean, I, I it hasn't really because he's on the Bears. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, he's on yeah. a really bad football <laughs> team with a bad offensive line, no weapons on offense. I mean, you know, you, you, you don't have a marquee wide receiver. They don't protect him necessarily well and he had a great game i mean you watch that game why did he have a great game because when the, when the play breaks down he's able to make plays himself it's not because he's able to sit back in the pocket and deliver the football because he can't because the offensive line still is not there yet for that team i mean you know, there's a reason matt Nagy got fired last year and justin has the tools i mean he can throw the ball exceptionally well and he can obviously do everything with his feet but uh, and he's a great decision maker too i mean from his time at Ohio State, he just did not give the ball away. He just didn't turn the ball over. Uh, I mean, you, you go back to that one interception that he had with Chris Olave in the Clemson uh, National Semifinal game three years ago, four years ago. So uncharacteristic of him because he just didn't turn the ball over. And those are the kind of guys you want in the NFL because we, we all know those windows for quarterbacks get smaller and smaller and smaller. 
why it amazes me, like, when they're like, oh, no, Jameis Winston's going to be great in the NFL. The guy threw, like, 20 interceptions in college. It doesn't get easier in the NFL. And so that's why he's a bust in the NFL, too. But you've got a guy like Justin who secures the ball, makes accurate throws, and he just needs pieces around him. I mean, you, you've seen what the Bengals have done for Joe Burrow. I mean, they went out, they spent the money, they've gotten off at the line. Now, they've not gelled well together and, and protected him necessarily well, but they went out and got him T. Higgins and Jamar Chase and Hurst, and, and, you know, they secured Joe Mixon. I mean, the Bears just don't – Justin Fields is the offense right now. And until the Bears do something about that, he's going to continue to just have up and down seasons. Yeah, I remember one game when uh, Ohio State was playing Nebraska, and I swear Justin Fields was like twenty-seven to twenty-eight. I mean, it, it was something just ridiculous. Uh, he he is very accurate when you give him time. Uh, do you give Penn State a chance this weekend? Ohio State travels into State College, PA, for the the big noon kickoff on on Fox. Uh, do, do you think this one can be close? And then you look at the rest of the schedule for Ohio State. It's not incredibly challenging. At Northwestern, I don't think Northwestern has won since their season opener. Indiana, decent team. Maryland, eh. And then Michigan. Uh, so, yeah, just really uh, your your assessment of, of the game this weekend and then, of course, uh, the Michigan game played on November 26th, and the game will be in Columbus. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's never easy to go to, to Happy Valley. It just is. The atmosphere there, whether it's a noon game, whether it's a night game, it's one of the tougher places to play in the country. It just is. I mean, the stadium is built to be unbelievably loud. I mean, it's just straight up on the sides. And, it's, you know, the fans come. They're rabid fans. They get after it. So Ohio State's going to have to come out and uh, and be able to, to get on them pretty early and often. I don't see a real path for victory to Penn State. I mean, aside from what, you know, can beat any team, five turnovers, you know, th- those kind of things are just huge busts on defense. But, um, I mean, Sean Clifford's been playing better, but I, I just haven't seen a whole lot of, A, explosiveness out of their offense um, or consistency out of their offense. I, I haven't seen their defense, aside from Joey Porter, really have a big playmaker out there. Uh, their front seven is banged up. Um, it's just, I mean, it's tough. And, and uh, you know, I think Franklin has fallen off in recruiting the last couple of years. So they don't have the horses to, to kind of keep up. So um, I, I don't really see, I think Ohio State's going to come in and, and continue to do what they've been doing. And that's, you know, balanced attack, offense, running the ball, throwing the ball, getting the play action over the top for big plays. Um, and as you saw kind of in that Iowa game, I mean, yeah, they, they struggled in the red zone in the first half a little bit, but it's just a matter of time. They're just so deep and they just keep coming at you with big playmakers and, and the ability to score from anywhere that I think that it's just going to be too overwhelming. And then offensively, I just don't think Penn State really has it this year. I mean, Clifford has not shown a whole lot of progression, and they just they don't have that playmaker on offense. And then I agree with you. I mean, the rest of the season is, is kind of, you know, the the, medi- the mediocre meat of the Big Ten. Um, Indiana can, can sometimes pose some problems. I mean, they got a fiery coach over there, and he tries to get the team fired up. That's in Columbus, so I don't give him much credit. Uh, Maryland can score. But they don't, you know, I mean, their defense is lacking. And then, you know, you go up and you play here against the team up north. And um, I tell you what, if there's a game that I would take Ohio State and whatever the point spread is going to be, it would be that game. And I don't ever wager on the Buckeyes. It's a hard and fast rule of mine. I will wager on just about any other college football team out there, but not the (laughs) Buckeyes. But I'll tell you what, I think that uh, this team has a lot of fire, a lot of passion, 
the way, not just the way that the game was won last year, but the way that, that their players and coaching staff handled the win and what they said afterwards is going to be a big factor in the way Ohio State comes out and handles this game. And, you know, I said it right when it was happening at the end of the game, and there were some uh, U of M alumni that I'm good friends with, and number one was Jumbo Elliott, and he's like, I don't know why these guys are saying this. We've won one game in, or two games in 17 years. I'm like, man, this is not going to end well for you guys next year because this team is reading it all. And, you know, while I think in the NFL, you, I mean, there's no such real thing as bulletin board material in the NFL. In college football and in rivalry games, there absolutely is. And the way that Harbaugh and that team said the things they did and handled that win last year, I think is going to end bad for the Wolverines. Whoa. All right. Note to self, I'm taking Ohio yep. State no matter yep. what in that yep, game. That's it. <laughs> Bet the ranch. Hey, thanks, Matt. Appreciate your time, as always. Thanks, bud. Absolutely, guys. You guys have a good one. Indeed. He's a good guy. Uh, he's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Three well, three days of think is about what? all you can handle. Bars, when it comes to fun... I think you have a master's degree. I do. Um, I bet Matt does, too. (laughs) All right. uh, When we get back, I want to say something about a local personality that's a very, very, very special man. We'll do that when we get back. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Want to know what's going on with the Crimson Tide? Download the Tide 100.9 app today. Attention, do you suffer from severe fried chicken-related cravings? If so, Kentucky Fried Chicken's $6 two-piece drum and thigh combo may be right for you. The combo contains severe. The high today, 79. Colder late tonight, the low 49. Improving weather tomorrow, a clearing sky, the high 68. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 75 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Parker Show and Radio Network. Lars Anderson, Matt Coulter, Chase taking the day off. We just heard the weather from James Spann, and please do keep an eye on the weather. It may get very severe later this afternoon slash early evening. So schools are being let out. So go to the websites, check all that up out. If uh, your kids aren't already out, they may be soon. But uh, bringing up weather. Um, I think most of you saw last night that Jerry Tracy, the longtime meteorologist for Channel 13, is going to retire. It's uh, it's a few weeks, maybe even a month away. But, and I'll say this knowing full well that my also good friend James Spann would agree 150% with this. I don't know, have you ever had a chance to be around or, or meet Jerry Tracy? Yes, I have a Jerry Tracy story I want to share. All right. Uh, he's a Penn State guy that moved down here 35 years ago. And it was it was six and thirteen. We were in this massive battle for the ratings news, you know, the, the ratings lead. Yeah. And six had been kicking our butts for fifty years, literally. We'd never won. He came down. We made a couple of personnel moves, and we ended up getting to number one. Um, and he was a part of that. But it wasn't just about doing the weather. It was just what a genuinely nice, strong, faith-oriented man and family man that he uh, he, he is was and is 
And I, I'll just tell you, I love Jerry Tracy. I, just, oh, I love every freaking thing about him. I, I've I, I've gotten to know him because I did, uh, I, for several years, I would do a, a once a week uh, a, a, a segment on, on Fox with uh, Mike Dubberly. And, uh, and, oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jerry Tracy, I, the wrong station. Oh, my gosh. Uh, can we just start this over? Uh, on, on WVTM 13, I would do a, uh, I did a show, uh, a sports show for a while. And I was just finishing The Storm and the Tide, which is about the tornado of April 27, 2011. And in the book, I talk about how tornadoes start and really the the, the fundamentals and dynamics of, of, of how tornadoes work. And it's sort of highly technical stuff. And uh, and Jerry was so nice. He uh, he fact checked all of it for me, and we basically just went over everything together. It was about eight pages of, of really sort of thick material, and uh, he didn't ask for anything, no. you know. And uh, um, yeah, so he now uh, he's going to retire on December 9th, and after 35 years at WVTM 13. And that gives him the distinction of being the longest tenured chief meteorologist at a single station in the history of local television in Birmingham. Great guy. Uh, absolutely. Um, he will be missed, but man, nobody's earned it and deserves it more than Jerry Tracy. I can't believe I confused Jerry with Mickey. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know, there's a big difference. I like them both. I mean, Jerry's and, and, Jerry. And, and we love James. Yeah. We, oh, got, yeah. we, have, we have great weather guys in Actually, this town. We, we really do. Uh, all right. And uh, Harmony. We're going to talk dinosaurs on the other side. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Hi, this is Wes McClooney, owner of the New Balance Birmingham store. Achieving your personal best often comes down to how you feel. And when it comes to the right shoes, nothing feels better than New Balance. The fit specialist at the New Balance Birmingham store conduct an in-depth analysis of your foot size, shape, and gait, determining the best New Balance shoes for you. Experience the difference of custom fit today at the New Balance Birmingham store on Highway 280 next to Chick-fil-A. New Balance Birmingham. Your feet will thank you. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option. High-intensity focused ultrasound or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHEALTH.COM. I'm excited to tell you about our newest sponsor here on the Jay Barker Radio Network. They pioneered the Chicken Finger Box and the Chicken Finger Restaurant. That's Guthrie's. Guthrie's recipes and processes are often imitated but never duplicated. Look, their sauce is probably the most copied sauce of all sauces all time. And I've known this family since my days down in Tuscaloosa. And they came over and, man, I tell you, it's nostalgic even today to see my kids going to that same Guthrie's. And great family. Do so much for the community, but more importantly, provide the best when it comes to chicken fingers. Get out to Guthrie's today. 
I want to tell you about my good friends at Southern Assurance Group. Hi, it's Jay Barker, and look, Ken Needham has done a terrific job. Local company, 205-980-1505 is their number. That's 980-1505. Again, local, you can speak with the same team every time you give them a call. Full line of products from Auto Home, Boat Life. You'll trust them. They have a great uh, deal as far as the relationships they build with their customers and 20 years with the same company and industry. Custom approach for your insurance needs. Give them a call, 980-1505. That is Southern Assurance Group. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Whether it's for lunch or dinner, head out to the Cajun Steamer. It's a New Orleans-style joint that serves authentic Cajun and Creole food, cold beer, and great drinks. They are known for their wide array of Cajun classics and original creations prepared in an authentic fashion. This Louisiana kitchen can have you slapping the table for more. Stop by the Cajun Steamer and sign up for your Alabama, LSU, or Auburn fan card. Eat with the Cajun Steamer while your team is on TV and use your fan card to receive a 15% discount on your entire meal. With locations in Hoover, Trustful, Huntsville, and Franklin, Tennessee, they've got you covered. Head out today to the Cajun Steamer. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There he is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.letter C, letter O. Birmingham's best Mexican restaurant for over 20 years and counting. That's La Paz Restaurant in Crestline Village and Mount Laurel. They've got a great staff. Its delicious menu, award-winning cheese dip, and margaritas and vibrant atmosphere have helped to make La Paz a local favorite. Blue corn nachos, Texas barbecue quesadillas, steak and blue quesadillas, Baja fish tacos, signature fajitas, and much, much more. So head over to La Paz today. If you want a great lunch or a great dinner, you'll find all that at La Paz. Crestline and Mount Laurel for lunch or dinner. WTUG HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Who you are is more important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? Can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in? You're tired or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult if you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. 
You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight. Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992, winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy, voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers, also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history, 35-2-1, member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times best-selling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX Studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. As you heard, it's Jay Barker Show. We're running Jay Free today. He's taking the day off. Lars Anderson, Matt Coulter. Appreciate our uh, guests last hour, Christian Miller and Matt Finkus. It was a whole lot of fun. Um, we got a lot of things to talk about, and I don't know how to condense this and then uh, get it as accurate as possible, but there are many reports flying around this morning that they go as far as uh, Texas A&M players smoking pot in the locker room at, at South Carolina, which just sounds impossible to me. Uh, it sounds like somebody took the, the truth and uh, ran around Talladega Super Speedway about eight times with it. Um, it. It turns out that some players, freshmen, a part of that 2022 class, have been suspended. I have not found a reason yet. But I don't know that uh, it even has anything to do with what went on in South Carolina. And I kind of hesitate to get into this because I, I just right at this moment, I don't know what is true, and I hate spreading falsehoods yeah and i even hate mentioning the outlet that was perpetuating this and they have since uh backtracked on it uh i guess you can give them credit for that but whatever uh once you put something out there people will run with it uh it was such an incredible story that uh we were all just sort of uh scratching our heads like can this possibly be true could players have been smoking marijuana in the locker room before a game? Uh, and <laughs> it was, uh, perhaps it was too uh, wild to be true. But um, what we do know from credible sources is that uh, three freshmen uh, and perhaps even four from uh, Texas A&M's consensus number one ranked class, uh, recruiting class in the nation of 2022, have been suspended indefinitely. And that's cornerback Denver Harris, who I believe was a five-star uh, wide receiver, Chris Marshall, another highly ranked player, and offensive lineman P.J. Williams. I think two of those three were five stars and one was a four-star. And, uh, and then there could be a fourth player, and um, and uh, Billy Lucci, 
who I trust as a reporter, now uh, works for TexAggs.com. He first reported this on Monday night that Jimbo had suspended uh, three true freshmen and maybe a fourth. And <clears throat> the bigger picture here, uh, you know, yes, it matters why they were suspended, but the bigger picture is that um, this just has the feel of a team and a coach, really a, a coach that is losing control of his team. And look, I know NIL, and this also, this gets into the NIL situation because the big reason why Texas A&M got this number one ranked class in the country the class characterized by 24-7 sports as the best class ever last February was because of NIL money. And the thing is, when you throw, you're making a bet, essentially, when you are giving a 17-year-old kid massive a massive amount of money. You're saying that he is going to, his potential is going to develop into production. Well, you know what? 17-year-olds, you don't know what is going to happen with them. Certainly, I, you didn't know what was going to happen with me. Didn't know what was going to happen with you because you are still developing and maturing and growing and uh, both uh, intellectually, physically, emotionally, spiritually. I mean, just uh, all the way around, you are an unmolded piece of clay, Right. <laughs> You really are. And, no doubt. And uh, you, you just don't know because, look, if – and I, I, I do realize that there is a correlation between recruiting class rankings and where a team, generally speaking, ends up three years later in the, in the final polls. There just is. And I used to not believe in, in recruiting rankings at all, but it's become much more sophisticated. The guys who uh, and, and, and women who, do, who come up with the rankings, really, they do their research. They know their stuff. And uh, But, I mean, truth be told, you, just, you don't know what you're going to get, Matt. You don't know what you're going to get. And, uh, and, and so it, it's just a risky bet. And so I, I'm just wondering, the longer we get into this NIL era, is there going to be more reluctance to spend money on these kids because you are investing in such an unknown product? You, I mean, even Arch Manning, you know. $280,000. Yeah. To recruit him with all the That was just one weekend. I, do you right? think do you think you're taking a larger chance now with NIL and the change and cultural advances among teenagers than you were 40 years ago? Well, with the NIL you are because you you are but you got skin in the game now. Are you are but, we, but with Arch Manning, he, his level of competition has just been horrible. And so you, you it's it, you can't it, it is very hard to judge him if his last name was uh Anderson Arch Anderson, he'd probably be a three-star player. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I've heard that observation before, but I've also seen him. Uh, he is a tall, lanky, slinging guy. 
I, I think he has the potential to become a guy. No, he, he definitely has the potential, yeah. but but yeah. he's he's playing against. But we, we you and I have sat and watched video of a kid who was about four foot eight trying to run him down. I mean, <laughs> oh, you mean uh, the level of. Of, of competition, competition that he's he going against. Yeah, it, it's it's well, really poor. You know, Lars, and, and, I'm not going to butt heads with you too much, but I kind of disagree with the fact that uh, he is being labeled this great quarterback simply because he has the last name Manning. You know, Eli had the last name. Peyton had the last name. They played in the same system, the same high schools. They turned out all right. I believe the level of competition was better uh, at Isidore back then. I think we're. Lo I'm losing... I don't know if I got turned off. No, you. Uh oh, I, I think it's your headset. You, Maybe you know what? Know. It's my dog is <laughs> eating. Dog, the dog sitting on my lap uh, is eating my. Uh, it's chewing the cord. Just, look at this. How Matt. many has he gone through? <laughs> oh well, no wonder you don't hear anything. By the way, the uh, wire that leads to Lars's headset has uh, been chewed totally off. So sorry, sorry uh, about that. No. Uh, um, yeah, I totally got sidetracked by that. Uh, well, that's understandable. Anyway, uh, I, I I think that uh, the now, Manning it, last name helped I, him. I, yes, I, but I, I believe Isidore Newman had uh, played at a level, a, a higher level of competition when Peyton was there and when uh, Eli was there, as opposed to now that. Um, uh, Arch is there. I, I I could be wrong on that, but uh, but but yes. Anyway, that, that that that's really not uh, germane to what I'm talking about. And what I'm talking about is you're you're investing a lot of money into young kids, and you just don't know how they're going to develop. And also, you know, it takes a lot of character to have that kind of money and be able to manage it and be able to um, to deal with that. The, the the pressures that come along with that and you know paying for uh your your classmates food or whatever your teammates food and and uh cj stroud bought them all suits i know but cj stroud also is a little bit older a little bit more mature started a lot of games you know what you're gonna get out of him but um you know so anyway the, the the larger story here is what is going on at Texas A&M. And also, does this now give the people at A&M, the power brokers, a little bit of ammunition to suggest that, hey, could we fire Jimbo for cause? Maybe they come to an agreement. He just steps aside. I, I, they're three and four right now overall one and three in the sec they just lost to south carolina for the first time in program history um two of those players that had just have been suspended they had been previously suspended and uh two other members of that vaunted class of 2022 uh evan stewart and a wide receiver and quarterback or cornerback smoky Bowie have also been suspended at one point this time at one point during the season. So we're potentially talking about uh five players from this class that have been suspended. So five players is roughly what 20% of the class. Yeah. Yeah. They uh but I will uh go on to say this. Um Sports Illustrated, 
Aggies Wire, the Houston Chronicle, are all reporting three suspensions, possibly more. No reason. So there was a big gun jump this morning, and I hated that I we kind of tagged along, but you know it's it's kind of sad when bad reporting becomes a story anyway. Don't you feel like you're almost perpetuating it? And everybody's yeah, gonna everybody's gonna be thinking, oh, they were smoking pot. More. Well, that doesn't appear to be the case at all. It's irresponsible journalism, and unfortunately, we get a lot more of that than we did in the past. What I'm wondering, Lars, is not just I'm not pointing fingers. Uh, at Texas A&M, but all across the nation, are we starting to see what NIL potentially can do? Is this tip of the iceberg stuff? When five kids off this all-time greatest recruiting class are suspended, I don't even think they've played yet, have they? I mean, I don't know. that. I guess they dressed. They were on the road. I, I, I don't know. But are we going to start seeing more uh, of maybe, lack of a better word, independence by some of these players as opposed well, to Walking the the tight rope. This is the straight line. This is one thing that, uh, and maybe we can get on, get into this deeper on the other side of the break. Uh-oh. Answering this question: How much does character matter when you're recruiting a kid? How much does character matter? Is character almost as important as talent? Because Nick Saban now he has been able to have the pick of the litter for quite a while. And he will not take, generally speaking, a kid of questionable character. And I know there have been times when, yeah, uh, you know, he's, he's taken some chances and he's a big believer in second chances, as am I. Huge believer. I'm a big believer in third chances because we all make mistakes. But how much does character matter? We'll answer that question on the other side of the break. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show with Matt and Lars. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. The new Google Pixel 7 Pro is super, especially when it's on Verizon, the network America relies on. It's supercharged, super-powered, and a super... Uh, deal. You know it. Now, switch to Verizon. Nine app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly cloudy and windy at times this afternoon. Showers and thunderstorms through the evening hours. Some of the storms could be severe. The high today, 79. Colder late tonight, the low 49. Improving weather tomorrow, a clearing sky, the high 68. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 77 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Jay Barker show. Jay's got the day off. Lars, Matt, sitting in the uh, palatial studios of ABX right here in Homewood. I hope you're having a great day. Keep an eye on the weather. Anything gets severe here real quickly, we'll let you know. But from what I have read, it appears that most of this is going to happen later in the afternoon. But still, check your websites for school closings. I think most of them in our listening area are closed now. So uh, take heed to the weather. Businesses are closing in Birmingham. I do really? know that. Well, uh, at first you kind of go, really? And then you look at it, and there are models here that are showing the potential for tornadoes. And anytime there's that potential, I think you get, you know, you err on the side of caution times 10. So that's what's going on. Want to keep you up to date on that. Now, Lars asked the question, going into the break, 
does character matter in recruiting now? Now, there's there's a way to look at this. Uh, why would you take a kid when you already know he has questionable character? The answer to that is real simple. Because he's good. Yes. Right? Uh, and you're willing to take that chance. But I think, and maybe I live in a panacea, but I think if you fall into a habit of doing that, it's going to come back and bite you in the rear ski. I, I am I, and I'm being a Pollyanna here. No, uh, no. Because I mean, uh, it, it will sustain you as it has with Saban. John Wooden, who coached UCLA to, to 10 championships. This is what he had to say about character. He said, quote, discipline yourself and others won't need to. And now listen to the second part of this quote. Nick Saban didn't attribute this to John Wooden, but we play this quote at the top of every hour of every single show. This is it. So dis discipline yourself and others won't need to. Who you are as a person is far more important than who you are as a player. And wouldn't believe that to the marrow of his bones. And he recruited Bill Walton anyway. <laughs> but did Bill Walton ever get in trouble? Oh, he was he was admitting when he, he was, was in college he was smoking dope. Well, this is in the 70s. I, I, I took us on a detour. I didn't mean to. But anyway, uh, but now, look, uh, Alabama is one of the few programs, one of the few elite programs in the country that consistently hasn't had uh, issues with character of the players players making poor decisions and i know uh there's been a lot of talk about jermaine burton and uh and 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 and, and all that and, and and we've discussed it ad nauseum uh so we're going to move on from that but you know nick or uh jimbo fisher again uh going back to the three potentially four freshmen being suspended because of something that happened in South Carolina and also the fact that he had two other uh, freshmen suspended earlier, that's five total. And that is roughly 20% of the famed uh, 2022 recruiting class that, uh, that you know, has been hailed as the greatest recruiting class of all time. And so, you know, it, it, there's always going to be guys that, you know, uh, at they say at uh, the Naval Academy, they bilge out, right? They bilge out. They can't make it uh, for one reason or another, and uh, and and the attrition is going to grow higher, proportionate to the number of questionable character guys who have questionable characters who you take a chance on. Is it worth taking a chance on them? What happens when a guy? You recruit a guy of questionable character, and then you give him half a million dollars. Well, then you're just like, yeah, you're you're, you're you know throwing kindling on a throwing what, gas what, on what, the fire. Gas on the uh, fire. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're 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 really you're asking for it. You're asking for trouble. You're asking for trouble. Um, and so, 
we'll we'll see. We'll see how all this shakes out. I mean, I think everybody in college football is trying to still understand how NIL, how the transfer portal, all these different things are are going to work in the long term. And uh and there's going to be a lot of people losing money on NIL deals. I mean, look, Quinn Yearly, uh the quarterback now at uh Texas he took a million dollars and went to Ohio State for a year just because he got an NIL deal. Never saw the field, and, and Never now took a and now and now uh, he's got a million dollars in his bank account and he's a starting quarterback at Texas, and will and and he's a good quarterback too. Yeah, he, he is. There, there's Texas is in a good situation with uh, with Arch Manning coming in because Quinn Yearly will be able to be the starter again next year. And then he will be eligible to go to the NFL draft if he has a good year next year. I do really think Texas is a an, an ascending program. Um, but, but you better stay for the entire Eyes of Texas song. Did you see where uh, Sark <laughs> did not? Man, the Texas fans just blew him up. Yeah, I guess I just had to throw that in there real quick. But uh, um, you know, all all, all, back, all the workers outside of our uh, window here at AVX, they just went scrambling. So maybe there is some weather coming in. I I, I don't know. I'll look that up. And also, when we get back, a, a little less serious. Got to hear this quote from Leach about dinosaurs. It's just hysterical. And the whole. Now I'm not going to get into it. You, if you haven't heard it, you're going to. I've only read it. I'm looking forward to hearing it. Mike Leach on his wide receivers on the other side of this break. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show with Matt and Lars. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating, nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called at 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WillifordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. 
balance your brain, balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country. It's Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There he is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.C letter O. You don't use a certain part of your body as time evolves over, you know, century upon century uh, in natural selection. Uh, That part of the body disappears. And I'm genuinely fearful that on our team, if, if, if me and the other coaches don't get them right, um, <clears throat> that about a generation from now, um, their kids and their grandkids won't have hands. In the end, that it's going to be best for all these guys uh, that they have good hand development and that they don't evolve to where they don't have hands. And then he went on to start talking about dinosaurs who, of course, don't have very long arms. And then he actually did the T-Rex. Uh, <laughs> he, he pulled his hands back up towards his chest, and then he started talking about dinosaurs. And he went on to the uh, plastic molds that they used to make and identify. He forgot, but I remembered. Those were Sinclair gas stations. Promise. Um, and it was just, it was a rather... You know, I was going to say it's rather bizarre, but it didn't when it comes to Mike Leach. I love this guy. I do, too. I do, too. And uh, I think we're going to have him on tomorrow because uh, one Tony Curry will be in studio. And and Tony has developed a very close relationship with Mike Leach over the years. And you you just never know what you're going to get out of of Mike Leach. 
and I can't imagine uh, how much fun it would be to cover that. If you were if if you were forced to be a beat writer, and I had never wanted to be a beat writer, and thankfully I never had to be one. But um, if you were forced to be a beat writer, wouldn't he be a fun guy to cover day in and day out? And I would imagine, and 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 actually have heard this from beat writers that they'll go out to dinner with him, and it'll be all off the record, which doesn't happen that much anymore. But no, they they not. respect Mike. Mike respects a certain few, and. Uh, who was it we had on recently here that was talking about, uh, oh, it was Bo Bounds. We had him on Saturday's show, okay? But he was talking about covering him on a day-to-day basis, and it's exactly like you would think. Yeah. It's fun. You never know what you're going to get. And, by the way, his teams are kind of colorful, too. Absolutely. And, um, you know, it, it, again, if I was one of those writers, of course, you always have to read the room and sort of how things are going throughout a, a, a press conference. But, um, you know, it might just be fun just to ask him, you know, just the most bizarre questions you can think of. And the thing is, Bring a, a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of coaches would just scoff at that and excoriate you, like probably Nick Saban would. If you had asked him. I think Nick Saban would be bad. Try that on Bill Belichick. Yeah, yeah. He makes Nick Saban look like Cinderella. Yeah. Do you hear the conversations he was having after the game last night concerning Mac and Zappy and all that kind of stuff? I, yeah. I, I took another detour. But uh, your point is well taken. What? Just try me. Think of something really, really bizarre you could ask Mike Lee. Have you ever seen a UFO? Oh, great. Do you believe in UFOs? What do you know about Area 51? How about which came first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> you think you could go off on that one? <laughs> what do you think came first? Me? The egg! Uh, well, how did the egg get there? <laughs> you can go back and forth and back it's and all, forth. It's, it's Jesus. Uh, hey, I don't know. <laughs> uh, how about, how about, here's one to ask you. I need coach. to go to church after that. Coach. <laughs> hey, Coach. For the first um, time in three years. If uh, if a tree falls in a woods, in the woods, and nobody's there to hear it, does it make a sound? I bet he could go off on that one. That is a good one. Um, I, I love a good riddle. I know you do, too. Yeah. Um, I'm like trying to figure them out. <laughs> uh, but uh, I just, the, the two most colorful coaches in our league are both in the Magnolia State. Oh, by the way, golly, speaking, this is, speaking this is not of, good reporting of, on my part. Okay, but, go ahead. Uh, there was a reason they scattered. Uh, a lot of the people are trying to. They just issued a tornado watch. That is a watch, much different than a warning. It means the conditions are favorable for significant weather. It's a watch. That means we keep our eyes peeled. Okay, but uh, for most uh, all the people in our listening area, so be careful. There is a really thin but intense line of thunderstorms that is about to cross the mississippi alabama line uh you folks need to keep your weather radios and your tv and all that mainly your app isn't that where most people get their weather now yeah off their phone absolutely keep them around all right i I got a couple riddles for you riddle me this what month of the year has 28 days all of them zing you got it all right (laughs) 
what is what, what is always in front of you but you can't see? Always what is in it? front of you, but you can't see. Uh, the future. What goes up but never comes down? Oh, I've heard this one. I think I've forgotten the answer. What goes up but never comes down? Your oh. age. A man yeah. who was outside in the rain, speaking of weather today... A man who was outside in the rain without an umbrella or hat didn't get a single hair of his head wet. Why? All right, read that to me again because I'm not sure I, I got the detail. A man who was outside in the rain without an umbrella or a hat didn't get a single hair on his head wet. He's bald. Boom. You're well, good. I you're, should you're know good. that. You're good at this. You're good at this. Uh I shave every day, but my beard stays the same. What am I? Uh, a woman. A barber. Oh. I don't know about that one. Um, a man dies of old age on his 25th birthday. How is this possible? Uh, he was born in leap year. Born on February 29th. All right, we'll just do one more. Right. One, one more. I wish I could ask you some. But... No, no, because I wouldn't get any of them. <laughs> I have branches, but no fruit, trunk, or leaves. What am I? You're a bank. How do you know all these? Just it's logic. Jeez. You just eliminate and move on. Plus, I had a father. My dear father, we've <laughs> talked about it before. I'm not a rocket scientist, but I am the son of one. Uh, logic and explanations. And arriving at a sound, solid answer uh, through process was the way I was raised, you know? All right. All right, smart guy. Here uh -oh, you go. Oh, you're going to lay me out on the last <laughs> no. one. I'm going yeah. to wish we quit where, right now. Where does today come before yesterday? Um, uh, in the alphabet. The dictionary. So I, I'll give you that one. I'll okay. give you that one. Uh, <laughs> uh, sweet. Uh, if, Wait, hold on, I, I can do this all day. Come on, one, one, one more. Uh, and these are kind of kids, kids riddles. Uh, uh, I probably won't get those. <laughs> what has lots of eyes but can't see? Um, a potato. Oh, I was going to say a stove. <laughs> but what has le what, what has what eyes. has legs but doesn't walk? A table. What has one head, one foot, and four legs? Wait a minute. I might have to write this down. All right. We are absolutely going to make this the last one. Yeah. Give, give me the details once again. <laughs> what has one head, one foot, and four legs? Uh, um, a bed. All right. Boom. Okay. Last one. What can you, <laughs> what can you catch but not throw? A cold. Bam. See, All I right, think you, I've you, heard that. You, Some you, of those I didn't hear. You need to go on some riddle-solving show if there is such a thing. <laughs> I am the Riddler. I'm Frank Gorshin. What, what building has the most stories? A uh, library. Matt, you are blowing me away here. I seriously, I don't think I would have gotten one of these. Oh, I bet you. Uh, what and I'll tell you this, and you can believe me or not, <laughs> but most of those I hadn't heard. Um... 
some I, I did. Here's what's troubling is some I had heard and I still couldn't remember. The ones that challenged me and I found fresh are the ones I probably answered correct. All right, anyway. Uh, we got one more segment here. Uh, I'm going through my checklist here. Uh, all right, let's talk, let's talk about the night the lights didn't go out in Tuscaloosa. Sounds good. Coming up on the Jay Barker Show. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. It's the Tuscaloosa Community Calendar, powered by Pepsi. If you have a community event in Tuscaloosa in West Alabama, tell us about it. Nine app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly cloudy and windy at times this afternoon. Showers and thunderstorms through the evening hours. Some of the storms could be severe. The high today, 79. Colder late tonight, the low 49. Improving weather tomorrow, a clearing sky, the high 68. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 77 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Uh, the Jay Parker Show on Jay Parker Network. Matt Coulter and Lars Anderson in with you. The lights did not come on as they often do with night games at Bryant-Denny Stadium. You know how they dim and then they come back up and after touchdowns, they kind of go crazy. Uh, and I'm probably going to sound uh, a little bit like I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth, but I don't like them. It, it, it distracts me. I don't know if players, I mean, it, you know, suddenly it's black, right? Like, whatever. I love it. But I do like it when they lower them and the fans all have their phones. That's, and they're, they like do them in unison, correct? And that part is really, really cool. But to go into near darkness, I don't know. I am really going to show myself as an old fart here. I, I don't like that. I don't like the loud music. You know what I like to do between plays? Talk to my buddy next to me and go, hey, did you see that safety blitz? Hey, did you see that safety blitz? <laughs> but you've grown up with that, right? Not necessarily. Did you, um, when, you, when you went to games with your dad, didn't you like to talk to him about what oh, was going yes, on? Oh, yes, yes, yeah, But you yeah, can't yeah. do that anymore because the, the music is too loud. It, it is loud, and uh, I've, I've uh, been to a few games at Notre Dame, both as a reporter and, and just a, a fan sitting in the stands, and, and they take great pride in the fact that there is very little – ancillary stuff going on because it's all about what's what's happening yep. on the field on the field and um in a lot of ways uh going to a, a college football game i think it's more college football than nfl it's almost like there has to be all these bells and whistles to entertain us and distract us from what's going on on the field I think it's a generational thing. Uh, you're pro You said you're okay with it. You like it. People I, I, my I, I, age I, probably I, I, really I, I, don't. I, I like but. what. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I think it's necessary, and I, I also think at at, at Bryant Denny Stadium. And by the way, when did Bryant Denny Stadium become known as BDS? 
Uh, it was about 13 months ago. Who who started that? Uh, some some writer. I've never heard. I I, I never heard. You know, of it. but it's one of those things. I went, okay, I'm all right with that. BDS. Uh, I'm okay with it as in written. If I'm going to say it, I'm going to say Bryant Denny Stadium, or at least I'm trying to. But yeah, you're right. That just seems to evolve within the, like the last year. Yeah, um, it bothers me because when I think when I see the the caps BDS. I think of something not so great. <laughs> Bad. Uh, I don't know what you're thinking about. I don't know. Uh, uh, so what, it's not you, a flattering you, you, you acronym? Know, you know what Charlotte just did in this room? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do I ever? Um, I, I will t- I'll give you this. It is not the most flattering acronym. No, it's not. B-D-S. But I do, I do like the LED light system, and uh, I think it's pretty cool. Um... And uh, I think it I think it jacks up the uh, student section, especially. Oh, yeah. They start dancing and, in the street. Um, yeah. So for, for whatever reason, the, the lights didn't work and uh, uh, against Mississippi State on Saturday. Um, you know, and it, it's, it's cool because it's like when the sun goes down and you have uh, this expectation you're going to see them and... Um, and and you know uh, when a Bama cheerleader grabs a microphone, walks to midfield, and instructs the crowd, lights up, lights down. That's normally when the lights, house lights, go down, and the red uh, LED bulbs glisten, and fans switch on their phone flashlights during a timeout. It's a pretty cool scene. Uh, hey, and and that's fine. I uh, I guess I'm just an old fuddy duddy. Yeah, but, oh, I mean. Uh, Joe, Joe Gaither, calling Joe Gaither at Tide 100.9. Yes, sir. Do you have your ears on? <laughs> How old are you, Joe? I am 33. I turned 33 earlier this month. Okay. You represent a third generation here. Do you like the light show at Brian, excuse me, at BDS? Uh, I, I hate Do to you? break your heart, Matt, but yes, I like them. And I especially like them okay. in games where Alabama's playing Utah State's or ULM's or Vanderbilt's, and the play on the field is less than le, le, less than compelling. And, and, and Joe, do you know why they started calling where or when or how this BDS acronym came from? I do not know the origins, but uh, I mean, I was a freshman in 2008, and I feel like it's kind of been maybe the last five or six years. Yeah. Seems shorter than that to me. Of course, months seem like weeks to me now. But Well, you know, no one can be uh, hey, troubled to type out Bryant-Denny Space Stadium. <laughs> it's such a, such, a, such a challenging thing to type out. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for your sarcasm. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, but uh, I guess I'm I'm certainly in the minority uh, of this show. Um, I I think maybe it's Nick Saban's idea to keep more students in the stadium. I think when you you're just nailed Kent. it, Matt. I think you just nailed it. Create more yeah. of a party atmosphere any- and br- and keep them in the stadium. Yeah. Has anybody ever asked Coach Saban if he likes it? Well, you know what? I already know the answer. If he didn't, they wouldn't be doing it. Right. Yeah. There you go, man. No, I, and, and you know what? Uh, it's What is everything about when it comes to Nick Saban making a decision on something? 
Oh, it's about the process. It's about, about recruiting. Yeah. Recruiting. I mean, it just uh, yeah, I, it, I, it, it appeals to 16, 17, 18-year-old kids. It sure does. Uh, I don't. I don't know. What about their parents? Of course, their parents are half my age now, so I wouldn't. Uh, I don't know. Would have been uh, odd for this kind of stuff to take place back in the day. So, you know, you go to uh, basketball games now. I mean, it's just. I guess it's just the generation of today. It's the culture. You better keep something going all the time, or people are going to lose focus. Yeah. Um, Joe, and you're kind of our boots on the ground there. How has the sale of alcohol impacted the fan experience at Bryant at, at BDS? Great question. Uh, from what I've what I've heard, I don't really think that it's impacted it positively or negatively. I know a lot of my interns and college kids are uh, they they like to get after it, but uh, but they're not selling it in their in their sections. I think it's just been an extra thing to buy. Uh, I saw Greg Byrne pr- probably a couple of weeks ago say that alcohol sales was really f- uh, fourth or fifth on the concession stands. Uh, uh, w- 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 on what what's being consumed, so I think people are enjoying it, but I don't think it's taking anything uh, out of control. And I think that was the big worry that oh, I'm going to be sitting next to to drunk people and they're going to be vomiting on me. Well, I think that the people who were drinking in the stadium already were, uh, and not much has changed. Yeah. There was already some of that going it's, on before. The, the Denny Dog has to be the most uh, popular seller, right? I I definitely get one every time I go. I love the Denny Dog. Is that right, Joe? Is is that a oh, big time? No, that's, they serve that's those number the- one. Denny Dog with a signature uh, signature soda. Got to take my cup home. Yeah, the the, the fine plastic ch- china. Okay, right? uh, <laughs> from uh, Brian again, Denny. I'm, I'm gonna be the old guy in the room. Uh, exactly. I've never had one. You've never had a Denny Dog? No, I've never had. One. Uh, I, it's not like I avoided it. It just, I guess, the opportunity never popped up. What makes the Denny Dog so special, uh, Joe? I'll ask you first. Oh, Matt, just uh, I, I can't put my, my taste buds on it. There's just something about the experience in, in the stadium, having that hot dog. Uh, I, I don't know. To me, to, to me it uh, caps the experience. I mean, Matt, if you uh, press box ha- halftime hot dogs are, are, are a tradition, I got, I got to have it. Oh, yeah, they are. They are. I've yeah, just never so, had I mean, one. So there's a, there, it's a secret sauce, but it's not so secret. It, it's sauerkraut, brown sugar, ketchup, and mustard. And uh, no, that's a and, Legion and it, Field death dog. They just stole that <laughs> out of Legion Field because that's exactly what they serve at halftime. Have you ever had a Legion Field death dog? No, that's exactly what it is, and it's very tightly wound, and the, it's all kind of meshed together. And did you ever have one of those uh, Martinsville hot dogs? No, but I heard about them. Yeah, they were. Uh, they stick with you for a couple days, but a Denny dog doesn't. No. No, my, my kids, they won't eat hot dogs that I make, but if I take them to Brian Denny, if I take them to BDS, they will chow on the Denny dogs. Well, that's now known as the DD. Get the DD at BDS. ASAP. PBR me. GB. <laughs> Uh, what do you say we put a bow on this one? And yeah, man, let's do uh, it. Go get a DD and a PBR. And you just, I just stole your line. All right. 
Uh, hey, our thanks to Josh and to Joe and all the boosters along the line. And we'll be back tomorrow at noon. Catch you all tomorrow. Hi, this is Wes McClooney, owner of the New Balance Birmingham store. Achieving your personal best often comes down to how you feel. And when it comes to the right shoes, nothing feels better than New Balance.